Welcome to another weekly planner call. My pleasure to be here with you today in a rainy day in South Florida in Miami. Let's get started. Hello to everybody around the nation. We have people from all over the country. So we're going to get started right away. Here we go, guys. With the first question, let me share my screen with you. I'm going to ask you right now the most important question every single week. And what's that question? Well, very simple. If you truly want to grow as a real estate professional, you need to ask every single day yourself, how many listings did I get this week? How many open houses did I do this week? If we don't do those two things, nothing else is moving in our business. Yes, it's good working with buyers. I always say, don't forget about your buyers because eventually they will become your sellers. But the number one reason we work with buyers it's to make sure that in the future, they become our sellers. The only way, unless you work with investors, the only way you're going to have a successful, long-lasting real estate business is by working with sellers. Ask your broker, ask other top coaches, ask other top agents. They will all agree. The only way you're going to succeed long-term in this business is by working with sellers. Most people don't work with sellers because you need skills. And those are the skills we teach you here. How to generate seller's leads, how to do better open houses, how to pre-qualify, how to follow up, how to present, how to handle objections from sellers, and how to close. It will take you a little bit of time to become a good, skilled listing agent. It doesn't happen overnight. But while you're working with buyers, in parallel, you need to be developing your listing agent skills. You are not going to get anywhere by working with buyers. And I'm sorry to be very so blunt and so upfront. One more time, you are not going to get anywhere by only working with buyers. It is a never-ending job. Remember, as, what is it? John Rockefeller said, I'd rather have 1% effort of 100 people than 100% of my own effort. The number one thing when you're working with sellers is that you can leverage your time. Once you get the listing, you already know it, right? You have a bunch of agents working for you, setting up the appointments, doing the comparables, showing the property, and you're just sitting in your office taking some of those calls, right? They write the contract. They submit the offer. You just review it, present it to your client, and that's it. It's way easier, way faster. You spend about a quarter of time buyers uh, do. And you don't have the control when you're working with buyers. You do have the control when you're working with sellers. So you know that every single week, I dedicate, I dedicate at least three to five minutes to this topic because it's the most important topic in real estate. So if you have questions on how to become a listing agent, this is the time for you to write it down. If you don't have, if you're not getting at least one or two listings per month, there is an issue on your, on, on your business and we need to address that issue. So this is the time for you to ask, okay, what am I doing wrong that I'm not getting at least one or two listings per month, all right? Every single person should be focused at least on getting one to two listings per month, minimum. Some of you I know have a way higher goal, all right? But even if you're just getting it started, even if you are a brand new agent, even if you're taking this as a part-time, you need to get at least one or two listings per month, especially if you're a part-time agent because you don't have the time to be showing properties. Got it? But as a part-time agent, if you have another job, 
You can take the calls. Somebody else in your team can take the calls and show the property. That is the beauty of becoming a listing agent. So if you are not getting one or two listings per month, then we need to address that. And we need to make sure that we help you focus on getting more listings, all right? So I'm gonna go right here very quick for those of you who are kind of new to the system or need a little bit of refresh, all right? Very important, remember, open houses are the number one lead generation sources. So if you're going to ask me right now, Orlando, what can I do to generate, generate more sellers leads? Number one thing, I'm not saying it's the only one, but the number one thing, and it's the cheapest thing, it's open houses. If you know how to do open houses, you will get more sellers leads. And we teach you exactly how to do open houses. Remember, we have right here the guide, the open house, the ultimate old, uh, open house guide. With There's a four-step process that if you follow, you're going to see an increase of lead, a seller's leads, and a conversion of those seller's leads to listings. So make sure you download that guide, all right, and you follow that every single time you do an open house, right? Remember, very quick, why becoming a listing agent? Leverage. You can work with three buyers in the same day. Nobody can. You can help three buyers in the same day. You can be showing properties to three different buyers in the same day. But can you have three listings? Of course, you can have 30, 40, 50 listings, right? So it's leverage. Remember what Rockefeller said, right? I'd rather have 1% effort of 100 people than 100% of my own effort. You want to le leverage income, guys. Leverage income. It is the key to your financial freedom, all right? That's what's really called working smarter, not harder, all right? Number two, remember, according to the National Association of Realtors, you work 32 hours with buyers, only eight hours with sellers. Huge, huge difference. You can either make four times the amount of buyers, agents, or you can work a quarter of the time for the same amount of income. It's up to you, whatever fits your goals, right? Very important. Third, uh, third thing, presence. It gives you the free marketing, guys, right? When you have listings, people in your neighborhood know that you exist. People in your neighborhood are taking you know, a good look at who you are when you're working with buyers. Nobody finds out that you sold a property, you help a buyer. All right. Very, very important. You have the control. You know that we're working with buyers. You can be working with them for three, four months. And all of a sudden they go to a pre-construction or they talk to a for sale by owner and boom, you're out of the picture. All right. So the last thing is free marketing. The most expensive thing in our business is not our offices. It is not our staff. The most important, the most expensive thing in our business as real estate agents is what? Marketing. Fortunately, listings give you what? free marketing. All right, guys. So this is the time for you to ask questions about listings. There is nothing, nothing, nothing more important than getting listings. That is truly the definition of working smarter, not harder. All right. So I hope you take account on that. Please, if you have any questions about how to become a better listing agent, agent, this is the time to ask your questions. Remember also that we have the how to become a top listing agent workshop in our workshop tab, all right? And it's not only me doing the workshop. We have some of the top, top agents in the country doing 120, 200, 300 listings per year. How do they do it? All you have to do is watch the workshop. It is included in your membership, all right? Very, very important. All right, so here we go. Top 10 tips that I wanna give you about top listing agent. Please ask questions about how to become a top listing agent. Number one, remember 80 to 90 properties sold within the last, within the last 12 months in your area. Pick an area 
where there were 80, at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Ideally, about a one mile radio of where you live. Learn the six things. Remember the six things in your area, number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market. If you truly want to communicate the value you can offer your seller, you need to know those statistics because that's what's going to allow you in the first place to position that home as the number one choice for potential buyers. And it's not only about getting the listing, but I know many of you have tons of listings, but then the question comes is the listing is not selling. And it is not selling usually because we have not been able to communicate to the seller those six things, number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest, lowest for sale, and days on the market. When we communicate that information in a consistent basis, the seller understands that his property is overpriced, all right? So if you have listings that you have not been able to sell, let me know right here and we can help you. I can help you. The whole team can help you. And the number one thing we need to make sure that we communicate is this. This is the number one thing is gonna help you lower the price to a realistic market price, all right? Competition, forget about your competition, guys. Remember, there is going to be competition in every area you go to. Real estate is not a new industry. Real estate been around for a long, long, long time. So forget about your competition, focus on you getting better, all right? And remember, the most important thing about getting more listings is about learning how to handle the objections, all right? The objections are gonna lead you to the closing, to getting the listing. Right? Nothing more important than understanding the objections. Fortunately, there are only eight objections. That's it, only eight objections. And how do you know how to master those objections? We have two modules specifically designed to teach you how to handle those objections. Without knowing those objections and mastering those objections, it's gonna be very difficult to get the listing. But if you master those objections, you're gonna see your conversion rate increase overnight. Right. So finally, right here, 10 tips, the marketing quadrants. Remember, you want to get more listings for things. You need to have email marketing, social media, online and offline marketing. Some of you don't have enough money right now, a budget for marketing, but you're going to need to get started in that order. Email marketing, you can do that. Great. It's done. Social media, you have a budget for that. Great. Online marketing, great. Offline marketing. So depending on your budget, ideally, you should be everywhere. Remember the five, five, five principle. You need to talk to five new sellers leads five days a week for 50 weeks. You do that and you will see a dramatically, a dramatic increase in your listings. And finally, remember the three-step process. Specialized knowledge, the six things we talk about. Marketing, it's all about marketing. The four quadrants, email, social media, online and offline marketing. And finally, sales conversations, 555, right? Email your database at least twice per week. Make sure you do that. And finally, be patient. This is not going to happen overnight. Becoming a listing agent is not going to happen overnight, all right? I got it, right? But it's going to happen faster the sooner you get started. So the sooner you get started, the faster you're going to see the result, all right? Very, very, very important. So Anders says, Good morning. What is the ideal strategy for consistent connector, email, blogs, etc.? Very important question, Anders. And I see you right here. I see your picture. Very important with connectors. What are connectors? What are connectors? So remember, in our database, we need to identify three, at least three basic columns, right? Buyers, sellers, 
and connectors, right? The information, the emails, the blogs that we send to these people have a different content and also different frequency, got it? So very, very important. I can't be sending the same information to buyers that I send to sellers. The reason being is that they both have different goals, completely different goals, right? So that's why if you have a real estate black box, all right, for those of 99% of you already have it, you have the content, the email marketing, the automation, and the segmentation for buyers and for sellers. Now, for connectors, uh, Anders, it's a little bit more manual. Ideally, you should send to your connectors, you ask for emails, one email per week. You need to let your connectors know that you're active. You need to let them know your success. You need to let them know when you close a property. You need to send them relevant information. So with connectors, guys, one more time, what are connectors? Connectors are people that are usually not going to buy or sell from us, but they will refer us more business than we can ever handle. I'm gonna show you right now because I just, I, I did a transaction with a Venezuelan person and I'm gonna show you right now. This is a connector, a banker in Venezuela, all right, South America, of course, as you can see right here, uh, here, here it is, Venezuela, right here, you can see, all right? And I just sent this banker this amount of money. All right, as you can see, that is $45,000. That banker couldn't stop crying on the phone and still give me the chills, all right? So that person could not afford, that banker makes about $150 per month, a little bit less than that, less than $150 per month. Now, all of a sudden gets a check for, as you can see right there, 45 US, all right? That is a connector. She would have never been able to buy a property from me in the United States. She makes about less than $150 per month, but she referred me a very, very good investor, right? Now, Sanders, very, very, very important, Anders, identify your connectors and you need to every single week, send them an email, all right? Very important with your success, new property, etc. B vlogs, okay, vlogs, so which is videos. The more you send them, the better. You don't always have to send them emails, Anders, not always emails, but you need to keep yourself involved in social media as well. WhatsApp, very important. So for connectors that are out of the country, WhatsApp works very, very, very well. It's not that invasive, all right? And they have that. So you should send at least one email per week and one video per week, at the least via WhatsApp, all right? Very, very, very important. So if you have any other, other question about that, let me know. Connectors are key to your business, especially when you work with international clients, all right? Uh, so let's see, Adriana Escobar, the audio is not working very well. Let me know, guys, if you can hear me, if everything is okay. Uh, I think it is now, it is on my, okay, it is on your end. Okay, perfect, let me know, guys. If you can hear me, I'll appreciate if you just press one, saying you can uh, hear me, I'll appreciate it. Uh, Maria, okay, perfect. Everybody can hear me, perfect. Maria says, uh, the five, the five, five, five rule. Okay, perfect. Thank you guys. Thank you very much for letting me know. The five, five, five rule. It is the golden rule of our business. We need to make sure that at least, doesn't really matter what our goal is in real estate, but at minimum, at minimum, we speak to five 
new leads every single day, five days a week. So five new leads every day, five days a week for 50 weeks. Now, it is not only about making more money, right? You can make more money if you don't become the person that makes that kind of money. Most people want to make, let's say it's just a number, $100,000. But before you make that, and here's the key, guys. Please listen to this because this is key to your business. Before you make $100,000 as a real estate agent, you need to become the person that makes $100,000. If I want to become a baseball player, one thing is I want to become a baseball player and I want to play in the major leagues. Let's say I want to play in the major leagues. Wanting won't do anything for me. Becoming an amazing baseball player will allow me to play in the major leagues. Does that make sense? Wanting something won't do anything. Becoming, it's everything. I want to make a million dollars as a real estate agent. Well, wanting is not going to make you, you need to become the person that has the skills to generate the right leads and to convert the right leads. Become the person, very, very important. And that is the key becoming that person all right so are you becoming that person that is going to reach that goal having 10 listings on oh, oh, that this is my goal 10 listings right are you becoming a listing agent wanting won't do anything becoming it's everything all right so right here let's see if i have right here can you repeat the three five so again one more time five sales conversations and why five because again it's not about the income it's about who i'm becoming if i don't talk to at least five new leads in a daily basis my communication skills are not becoming better got it well but i don't i don't need to i don't want to make that much money my goal is forty thousand dollars i get it that's fine but in order to make forty thousand dollars you still need to develop some skills and if you don't talk to at least two new people every day those skills are not developing does that make sense? Got it? So let's say, listen, I, uh, you know, I want to lose only 10 pounds, not 30 pounds. Okay, yeah. But if you don't exercise in a regular basis, whenever you exercise, it's not going to do anything for you. Does that make sense? All right. You need to have the consistency and the fre frequency to, here's a key word again, to become the person you want to become as a real estate agent. So regardless of your goal, minimum, you need to speak to five people a day, new five people a day, right? So you understand their objections, you know how to pre-qualify them, you understand the process of following up, you're learning and practicing on how to pre uh, present, then you're working with them on handling objections, and then you're learning how to close, right? And through that frustration and that process, right, you're learning before you're earning. In order to earn first you have to learn and i would say in order to earn first you need to become all right and in order to become a successful real estate agent you need to speak to at least five people every single day and the more you do right the easier it gets the faster it gets right uh and, and, and I, sometimes and it's not about me sometimes I, i'm impressed on how easy it is for me to communicate about real estate but listen to this, but how difficult it is for me to express sometimes 
in a social gathering speaking English sometimes because I don't have those regular wor words in social ga gatherings, right? Because I don't practice that much. Does that make sense? So when I'm speaking about finance on TV or when I'm speaking about real estate, it is just automatic. Words flow so easily. But when I'm talking about a different topic, it's just not that easy for me. Why? Because I don't practice that enough. So it's all about that practice. It's about becoming that person. All right. Very, very good. All right. So you guys can hear me. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Hurley says, Hurley says, for the connectors, can they be in the USA? Of course. I have a bank teller. How I, I have a bank teller, how I want, and I want to send him leads. It is okay to pay them in an referral fee. Okay. Very important. So, no, we can't pay a non licensed person in the US. Very, very, very important. We can't, we cannot pay a non-licensed person in the U.S. I can do this in all, pretty much in every single country. Orlando, you froze. I don't know if it's just me. Oops. And, there you go. Well, you're back. You're back. Okay, perfect, guys. So let me know and let me let me take off the Wi-Fi. I'm thinking, and I have the landline. All right. So I'm sorry, guys. Apologize for that. So again, thank you for letting me know, guys. If you can hear me, if you can write it down, thank you very much. So very important, guys. You cannot pay a non-licensed person in the U.S. Most, you know, in most parts of the world, there is not a license or an agreement with the United States. So you can send them a referral or what I call marketing, marketing fee, all right? So for them to promote my business in that country, I send them a referral, all right? Before you ask, because I know that's going to come, I usually pay 30 to 50% referral fee, all right? Marketing fee. All right. Very important. So you can pay somebody early right here in the United States where you can help. Uh, yes. Uh, those um, those fees let me, are. Let me, let me finish with that one. And, and yes, I'll so very important. You can help that person. But by the way, Harley, that's what a person did to me when I was in Bank of America. I remember I for those of you in South Florida, because I vividly remember that I used to work in 701 Brickell Avenue. All right. That is the financial district in Miami. And that person, that broker was a very good friend of mine, all right? So she said to me, Orlando, I know you're a banker. You don't have the time to show properties. You don't have the time to work with listings, but you have a lot of connections. So this is what I'm going to do with you. I'm going to sit down with you. I'm going to help you go through the real estate exam, and you're going to get that real estate license, and you're going to put it with me. She was a small broker here in Miami, and she did. So I didn't have the time as a broker. I'm going to be direct with you, Liliana. So I didn't have the time as a banker to work with buyers and sellers. So I remember if you guys are from South Florida, 701 Brickell Avenue has a little, like a little circle where cars park, right? And I already had my license. She helped me with the process. And I would literally take my clients from 701 Brickell, that's the Bank of America building, to that little circle right there, like holding their hands. And I would put them in Monica's car. Her name was Monica. And put it in Monica's car. And then when she would close a property, we would... Uh, share that commission. So Harley, you can do the same thing with that person. Eventually, when I started seeing those commission checks, I said, I'm making almost as much money as a real estate agent working from the bank that I'm doing in the bank. So if I dedicate full time to this, it's going to be much better for me financially and for my own business. So that's the way I made the transition from banking to real estate. All right. Very important. Liliana, 
Are you there? I, yes, um, my apologies that I interrupt you. I just uh, wanted to know those um, those uh, referral fields that you mentioned as marketing in other countries, I guess that they are taxable here, like in terms of? I, have, I have no clue. Okay. Uh, I don't like to get into, that's my accountant. Yeah. Uh, I send the check, my accountant takes no, no, no. care of that. Uh, oh, and okay. I can, very important. But Liliana, that is a very important and valid question. That's why you need a good accountant. Let them handle everything. Okay, great. Right? Uh, that I do not get into that, and I wouldn't want to give uh, accounting yeah. uh, advice because I'm not an expert on that. But it's a very important question. So pick up the phone today, Liliana, and, and ask your accountant how it works. And I know also that the different countries, Liliana, have different tax laws and agreements with the United States. Oh, okay, perfect. All right, so your accountant will know, well, where, where are you doing business with Brazil, Canada, uh, Colombia, uh, Spain, Italy? Okay, though, th this country has an agreement, this other country, it's what's called double taxation. Yes. Got it? Uh, but I don't know which ones they are, so my accountant takes care of that. Right, thank you. But it's important to know it, guys. Very important question Liliana made, right? Talk to your accountant. If you are already paying or working with international connectors, you need to make sure you have an accountant that can handle that, right? Because some countries, again, they have a double taxation. So very, very important. Uh, Christina, the best way to get connectors, very simple, list of 250. Remember the project 250 that we have. You need to make a list of every single person that you know. Usually those connectors come from three sources. Number one, lawyers. Number two, accountants. Number three, three real estate agents in other cities, states, or countries very simple so think about the people that you know in other cities states and countries that are accountants lawyers i'm sorry accountants lawyers and especially bankers and real estate agents all right all of those people can refer you business to me the most important maybe because i come from banking or maybe because bankers know exactly when the money is coming in what the client wants to do with that money to me bankers have been this is a a banker to me uh, bankers have been the number one source of referral, all right? Very, very, very important. Uh, let's say Delenia, very important for sure. And Delenia, by the way, I have a, uh, one of the questions, I'm not gonna say which one, but one of the questions I'm answering for you, you made a, you asked a question last week and I'm answering here today. Anyways, I uh, posted an, an answer to you on, on the forum, very good. Uh, Delenia, for Delenia, for sure, practice makes perfect. It is up to us to make it happen. That simple, guys. It Again, it is not about the goal. It's about becoming. Are you becoming that listing agent? It's that simple. Nobody's going to give it to you. Oh, it's about the company. No, the company. Listen, there are many agents in the same company you're working with. So it's not about the company. It's all about you. All right? Uh, Barbara, a new order to have. Be, do, have. Not have. Okay. Be, do, have. Very good. Be, do. I love it. Not, uh, let me take a picture of that, that's nice. That's, I, I really like that. Sorry guys, let me take a picture of that. Need to have, be, do have, not have, do, be. Very good. Most people, especially nowadays, right? In, in, uh, in this fast paced life, all they wanna do is have today, especially the, the younger, younger generation. I want it today. Yeah, you want it today, but have you become already? No, you're not gonna have it. So I love that. Very good, very good. Uh, Martha, can you please share, uh, uh, share with us your accountant's name? Send me an email at info if you want the accountant's name, info at monteororganization.com, info at monteororganization.com, and my team will send you 
uh, two or three different accountants that you can interview depending on their fees, et cetera. All right, be more than glad to do so. Liliana, yes, we do have super. Yep, very, very good. All right, let's continue. Love this interaction with you guys. By the way, one more thing. As entrepreneurs, we need to get used to the no's, the reje rejections, right? When you're an employee, the only thing you got to get used to is to the orders from your superior, from your supervisor, right? So you're going to encounter, and this is very, very important, you're going to encounter, all right, uncomfortable situations, whether you work for somebody or for yourself. It's the same feeling. When you're working for somebody, well, this person doesn't speak well to me. This person is exploding me. This person is having me to work 24-7. This person is really a pain in the back, right? So when you're an employee, when you're an entrepreneur, like you're in real estate, you're going to get used to the no's. Well, I don't like when that person says no. I don't like when that person doesn't want to speak to me. I don't like when that person doesn't return the call. At the end of the day, you're going to have pretty much the same feeling whether you work for somebody or you work for yourself, right? But the more you become that expert, the fewer knows, the fewer of those feelings you're going to experience because you're going to know how to handle them. Got it? And professionals don't take it personal. That simple, all right? So the more you develop your skills, the easier, the nicer your clients are going to be, all right? And the faster your business is going to go. Focus first on becoming, not only on the goal. All right, so here we go. All right, Q4, very important. I wanted to remind you that this is the end of the year. That's it, last quarter. The market performance have been amazing, incredible. None of us would have guessed that in October, 2020, things would be as good as they are. It's been a fourth quarter better than many other years in terms of real estate. Unfortunately, there is a financial situation around the country in different industries, right? And unfortunately, there is a health, a health situation because of the uh, you know, current situation we live in. That is very unfortunate. So I, I'm not undermining and minimizing the seriousness of the situation. But in terms of real estate, right, we would have never, never thought things would be so great, so amazing. We have agents, as you can see here, we have agents around the country, right? And around the country, things are going amazing in terms of real estate. So why? Three things that I'm going to give you. Number one, FOMO. You know what it is. First, fear of missing out. Uh, prices have remained steady. But number two, interest rates have gone down to less than 3%. So buyers are just desperate, all right, going after properties because they want to lock that interest rate for the next 30 years. It's almost free money, guys. It's less than inflation, less than 3% interest rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Fear of missing out. They don't want to miss out on that. It is incredible. It's, it's pretty much free money, guys. Free money. That's why there's so many people buying around the nation. Properties under $400,000 around the nation are flying. You have multiple offers. That's not only in a few markets. That's around the nation. We coach agents around the nation, and we are seeing that in every single market. Every single market. I don't remember the last time that I spoke to an agent and said, oh, man, the market is so, so, so slow. No, things are going amazing. 
all right? And the last thing, Q4, why you need to take advantage of Q4 is right here, agents. Most agents during Q4, what do they do? Slow down. They start creating their own excuses, which I've always loved. To me, the fourth quarter have always been the best quarter. Why? Because people lay back, they start creating excuses. Oh, you know that Thanksgiving is coming, Christmas is coming, things are starting to slow down and they are selling themselves on not working. They're selling themselves on why they shouldn't be doing anything and they pretty much stop. So your competition is never gonna be lower than the fourth quarter of every year. So this is the time for you to ramp it up and truly become that listing agent. Start ramping up your marketing expenses, your investment, not expenses, uh, investment. Start developing your skills right now. The sooner the better because Q4 is the best quarter for agents that are 100% committed. No other, no other uh, quarter. Next in January, you know, people are ready for the new year. They have their goals. They're very focused and committed. The beautiful thing about Q4, most people start losing their focus. Most people start slowing down. They start using the excuses for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, and they stop working. And then you come in and boom, take their business away. All right? So this is the time for you. Q4, do not, do not slow down. This is your time to shine so you can start 2021 at a higher note, right? Very, very important. The performance of the market has just been incredible, incredible. Number two, second concept that I wanted to talk to before I go into my last two questions is, guys, you do not have to be amazing at everything in real estate. And uh, last week I was in a, in a webinar that a company hired me to do. And uh, before my webinar, uh, it, it, I'm sorry, during, during that webinar, one of the agents was saying, well, you know, I need to learn how to generate leads, but first I need to learn how to do a contract. And he said, listen, you don't need to be great at a lot of, a lot of things in real estate. You need to be great at two things. Number one, lead generation. Number two, lead conversion. And if, if you follow the top, top agents around the country, you'll notice that those people are all about mastering two things and doing the same thing over and over and over again better and better and better, becoming a master lead generation, becoming a master lead conversion. Forget about contracts, right? And I said during that meeting, I'm not saying that learning the contracts, it's not important. Please don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is that in every single process, there is a learning curve, but there is also a forgetting curve. So right now, forget about learning the contract. Because if you don't have leads, what's going to happen three weeks from now, four weeks from now, five weeks from now to the things you learn in the contract class? You're going to forget them. Got it? So lead generation fixes pretty much every single problem you have in your business. Oh, I don't know how to do contracts. Don't worry about it. Once you start having enough leads and writing enough contracts, you're going to be forced to learn it. By the way, if you have a person that wants to write a, uh, uh, an offer and you don't know how to do it, don't worry. Your broker will answer that phone call at five in the afternoon, uh, afternoon on a Sunday. Any other agent will help you with that. I will help you with that, right? So forget about other things other than lead generation, mastering lead generation and mastering lead conversion. All other things can be delegated, automated, eliminated. 
right here, remember that lead generation cures pretty much every single problem you have in your business, right? So I'm gonna go to this last slide right here, right here. If you have any questions, please let me know. Let me share my screen right here. I have two more slices to go. The last thing that I said right here, what's it's this one right here. Lead generation forces you to become better at other things. Oh, well, but I don't know how to pre-qualify. Don't worry. By lead generation, by doing a lot of lead generation, by generating a lot of leads, what's going to happen? You're going to learn to pre-qualify eventually. Oh, but I don't know how to present. Don't worry. Generate the lead. You're going to be forced to learn how to present. You're going to be forced to go into our modules and learn how to present. Oh, but I don't know how to handle objections. Don't worry about it. Once you have the leads, they're going to force you to learn how to handle the objections because once you've lost three or four leads because you don't know how to pre-qualify, follow up, present, handle objections, and close, then you're going to be forced to do that. So don't worry about all those things. Worry about lead generation, all right? Very, very, very important. Now, right now, and this is one of the questions that I had. Oops, sorry, guys. I put it in here. So anyways, uh, let me see uh, right here. All right, so... Right now, my biggest challenge is basically figuring out uh, the business on my own. That's why we have you here. I went with a broker that gave me 100% commission, but I had to find my own mentors. Of course, and please, guys, uh, understand the limitation of 100% uh, commission uh, brokerages, right? It's normal. If they're giving you 100%, we can expect from 100% commission broker to get from those brokers that give you 80, 20, at 70, 30, okay? And I have to find my own mentors, and that's why you're here. I reach out to various people from the brokerage on my own, but it really uh, hasn't helped me at all. So this is the number one thing. So 100% commission is going to be very difficult for them to become your mentor. Reason being is there is no financial, and this is something that I want to stress out, guys. It sounds for some people harsh or hard, right? But it is the truth. And I think every single person in this call will agree with me. There is a saying that, by the way, that's from Henry Ford. He said, compensation drives behavior. One more time. Compensation drives behavior, right? So understand that if we are in a 100% commission company, right? since there is no compensation, the behavior of the broker, the behavior of other agents around, it's not going to be very willing. How are you, sir? Carlos, I see you right here. So Carlos Martel, so they, 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 they're not being going to be willing to help you every, every single time you need to. It doesn't mean that, that they're bad people. It's just, listen, they're going after their own needs, right? So very important. So that's number one. Number two, understand also right here, I reach out to various people from their brokerage on my own, but it re really hasn't helped me much. So understand, and again, and, and there is a place for 100% companies. Listen, if you're doing one or two transactions a year, just go there and hang the, the license in that 100% commission company. Again, I'm not saying 100, I'm not saying any company's bad. What I'm saying is there are good and bad companies for, for what we need. Is yoga bad? Listen, I love yoga. I, I won't go one day without doing yoga, right? I would, it would never cross my mind to do CrossFit. Hey, but let me tell you, I've seen so many people doing well with CrossFit. So, so many people, right? Getting in shape, but it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't attract me, right? So again, there are different ways of getting in shape. Some people love to run. Some people hate it, right? So again, there's, Porsches, for example, you know, there are two-seater cars, right? Are they a bad car? 
No, what about the, the big caravan, the, the, the vans, right? The, the Chrysler van, that's seven passengers. Are good or bad? It depends. If you're a single person, you don't need that. But if you're a family, you can have a, you shouldn't, you know, a, a Porsche is not going to work for you. So again, if you are just a one, two transaction a year agent, which I don't think you are if you're here, if not, you wouldn't be looking for the guidance. You know, 100% commission companies are good, right? Because you don't need the training. You don't need the support. You don't need to be surrounded by the right people. Training is important. Technology tools are important. But the most important thing, compensation is also important. But the most important thing is the people you're surrounded by. Right? Remember, Rockefeller said the same thing, right? You are the average of the closest five people you are to, right? So if you are surrounded by people in a 100% company, you won't find any of the top agents around the nation in a 100% company. Show me a top agent in a 100% company. There might be one. I don't know any. But if there is one, there is an exception. None of those top, top agents around the nation are in 100% companies. Did I say 100% companies are bad? Not at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you want to become a top agent, you need to be surrounded by like-minded people and you need to have the support system. And 100% companies are not for that. They're not supposed to because they would be losing so much money. Got it? So very important. So the three fundamentals you need. Yes, you need the training, definitely. Yes, you need the tools. But more important, you need to be surrounded by a community of like-minded people that are going to help you move forward and see a much bigger vision that you can't see on your own. And that's why I pay so much money for mastermind groups and coaching. You, many of you know, my uh, coach, Dan Sullivan, right? You know that. I pay him $30,000 $30, a year just to go to Toronto four times a year. $30,000 a year. Why? Because now I'm surrounded by people that have a much bigger vision than mine and that are way more successful than me. Got it? Because the closer I get to them, the easier it's going to be for me to get there. They already been through where I want to go, right? They already are where I want to go. So very, very important. So those two things that I read right there are very, very important, all right? Number one, the mentors, and that's why you come in here. Uh, remember, the community, it's not in a 100% company. People are busy and they forget to call me, of course, all right? I'm self-sufficient, I figured it out. Uh, so I would like to become a top producer, real estate advisor. I would like to diversify my, ooh, I would like to diversify my income. I love that one, Daniel. I, will, I love that. Diverse, diversify my income. That's something that is, wow, this is very important. Stop right here. How many of you guys, have seriously considered diversifying your income. I bet most of you thought about it once, but it's not a priority in your financial plan. It is not. If you ask most real estate agents, a very good question, if you ask most real estate agents, what's your goal for this year? Sell 40 uh, uh, properties. All right. What's your goal for next year? Sell 60 properties. All right. What's your goal for the, and, and then when they get to 60, what's your goal for next year? I spoke to a hundred million dollar agent last week and his, you know what his goal was? Sell 150 million. Jesus Christ. That's your, you're closing a hundred million. Great. That's 3 million in GCI. Probably you're staying without, you know, 30% of that as close to a million dollars. And what's your goal? You're making almost a million dollars and your goal is just to work more. Look at the mindset. This is an agent 
doing over a hundred million dollars in sales. And his goal for this year is 150 million. Have ever crossed your mind to say, I want to diversify my income. I want the most important thing, which is leverage income. And, and I love that question, right? Uh, that, that statement, I want to diversify my income. Here's the number one thing. Remember guys, none of us here as real estate agents, none of us have a business. If any of you think you have a business, man, be careful. You got to switch that because that's the wrong mentality. You're working for yourself, but you do not have a, real estate agents don't have businesses. They have a job because a hundred percent of their income, it's dependent on a hundred percent of their effort. One more time. You do not have a business. You do have a job because a hundred percent of your income depends on a hundred percent of your effort. And as Rockefeller said, I'd rather have 1% effort of a hundred people than a hundred percent of my own effort. So very important. I love what she said right here, which is, I want to diversify my income. Have you ever thought about diversifying your income? Most agents, even the top, top agents, I'm just saying, I swear on my life, this agent is making a hundred million dollars in volume. And I had that conversation on Thursday and the agent's response was, I want to do 150 million. Come on, man. What do you think you're going to do that? It's just by what? Doubling, almost doubling your effort because it all depends on you. When are you going to stop working? How much is enough? The real wealth is measured on freedom of time. All right. It's not about how much money I'm making. It's about how much free time I have to do whatever I want, even if it is work. So do not confuse it. That's the real freedom. That's the real wealth. It's being able to do whatever I want because I have the income. So I love this question. Love that question. That's what I said. That's a beautiful one. So, you know, let's prioritize first. We can do all about the same time. Here's my online calendar. All right. So for those of you who want to learn, all right, very, very important. If you want a community of mentors, if you truly, truly want to become a unit, be part of a very, very strong group. If you want to diversify, I love this one. I mean, this is key. This is a person that is thinking clearly, that has a very clear vision of where this person wants to go. By the way, I'm gonna put it in here. If you truly want that, uh, I'm gonna put it in here. You can schedule, because that's, that's a real thinking I want. Uh, oops, let me, I'm gonna put it right here. If you truly want to diversify and grow leverage, if you want to have leverage income, all right, if you want to be surrounded by a community, where do I put here? Go right here. I'm going to put it in my chat. Schedule a right here. Schedule. I'm going to put it right here. Go to the chat, please. Go to the chat and click on that Calendly. That's my online calendar, my online calendar. And if you truly want leverage income, if you truly want to be surrounded by a group of people, email me, you know, Click, just set up a, uh, a meeting with me. So it's going to take about 15 minutes, no more than that. Usually, I will immediately identify how we can help you in 15 minutes. All right, right there. Go to that calendar, and you'll speak directly to me. All right? Very, very important. So for this person, which let's see right here. All right? And as I put it right here, let's see what else. I would like to be, be investing and in flipping in wholesaling ASAP. Very, very, very important. That is leverage income. I would like to do property management on the other side for investors. That is also some type of leverage income. All right. So I just put it in here. So if I know you are somewhere around here, just uh, 
Elenia, just schedule a, a conference call with me and I will guide you through the process. But I love your thinking. You're all thinking about leverage income. Guys, real estate is an amazing, amazing career. It's not a business until you have leverage income. Selling real estate is not leverage income because it depends on 100% of your own effort. Elenia said, I will thank you. Let's do this. There you go. My pleasure. So schedule an ASAP and I'll talk to you uh, on the phone or we can do a Zoom call. All right, guys. So I think I think I have one more question here. Love that one, man. Agents thinking very, very straight. Leverage income. All right, there you go. Dear Orlando, I'm having a difficult time finding the PDF materials such as the pre-qualifying client, open house guides. Oh, this person writes like me. <laughs> with a lot of mistakes and I do, I'm guilty of that. I write very, very fast and I do not pay much attention to that. Can you please guide me as where to find them? Yes, sure. And uh, the reason I put it here, it's uh, because most of you struggle sometimes with that. So I'm just gonna take you real quick through that screen so you can see where you can find all the PDF. And by the way, uh, some of you are going to kill me with what I'm going to say um, because you're very detail oriented. Some of you will understand it. You see that person making two or three grammatical mistakes. I don't see that as anything bad. I've lost clients in the past because I have some grammatical mistakes in my emails or in my, uh, in my, uh, in my marketing. Listen, to me, it's speed is key. So anyways, uh, I'd rather launch than be perfect. Of course, we want to pay attention to the grammatical mistakes. But anyways, I'm getting out of the... Uh, the topic, let me show you right here. For those of you who want to get uh, the, the guides right here, I'm gonna share with you. You go right here to our forum and you're gonna go into the library. You click into the library, English, and then you're gonna see all the PDF, the pre-qualifying and the open house. I'm gonna show you all of them right here. All right, right here, all of them right here. You're going to see all of the Facebook, Instagram, how to handle objections guide, how to create content, international partnership. We were talking about international partnership. How do you do that? What type of splits do you give them? How do you set up that process? How do you connect with connectors right here, right? Interviewing, lead generation, open houses right here, pre-construction, pre-qualifying questions, how to sell pre-construction, how to ask the right question in a pre-construction site, pre-qualifying questions, real estate calendar, right? Right here. So all you have to do is, as you can see here, go to the library, English, and scroll down. And you have so many materials. You have uh, so many resources to help you accelerate the process of becoming a, a top listing agent. All right, guys, I'm going to start adding something else and becoming a person that has multiple sources of income, leverage income, start thinking about that. That is your future leverage income. Love that question. Very, very, very good. All right, guys. So if you have any questions, let me see right here. Carlos says, is there a way for real estate agents to create a business within real estate? Uh, if you grow a team. So yes, very important. The only way to create a business out of real estate is to having teams. So that's what I work with some of the top agents in the industry, right? It is, remember, working on your own, you can just grow. It gets, because there is a time ceiling that is very low. Got it? So not only that, it's just 
have you ever thought about this this person in particular that I spoke on Thursday, 100 million? Okay, so next year is 150 million. Next year, most likely, if you reach to 150, which I have no doubt, that is a very, very good agent, very disciplined agent. I have no doubt he's going to get to 150. So two things. If you want to maintain that level of, uh, of, of volume, can you slow down? You're just in a treadmill. And if you want to increase it, what's your formula? Formula, just working more. So this is what you need, guys. In order to create a business out of real estate, you need to have a team. Unfortunately, the traditional team is very difficult to grow, but there are ways of creating that, those teams for you to grow. If you need some more uh, information on that, as I said, you have my calendar here. If you're ready to grow as a business owner, and if you're ready or wanting to explore more options of creating leverage income, again, the... The owner of a restaurant, this is very important. I'm deviating a little bit from the basics of real estate, but are key to growing a real estate business. The typical, real est the, the typical restaurant owner doesn't have a business. He has a job, his own. He created a job for himself, all right? The owner of Hillstones, Houston's in different parts of the country, has a business. When was the last time you saw the owner of Capital Grill or Houston's or, or Cheesecake Factory or Friday's in the restaurant? Never see them. God, that person has a business. The owner of the little one place restaurant, he owns the job. He doesn't own a business. Very few times is sellable. If he leaves the place, all right, for two, three weeks, usually the business starts to come down. So again, same thing in real estate. If you leave for a vacation, if you decide you want to take some time off, do you have leverage income? The answer for most agents is none. So, and that's okay. We need to start thinking right now. So three, five, 10, 15 years from now, I truly have a business that is generating massive amounts of money or at least the amount of money that I need, all right, to have the most important type of freedom. As my coach, Dan Sullivan says, right, the four freedoms. Number one is money freedom. Without it, you can have the other three. Money freedom gives you the what? Number two, the time freedom. Not all the time. Doctors or lawyers usually don't have the time freedom. Why? Because 100% of their income comes from 100% of their effort. That's why you see the lawyers working 80, 90 hours a week. Great, you're making the money, but you're getting home at 10 at night, tired, all right? That's why the smart ones create the franchises, the legal franchises, right? That's why the doctors, the two entrepreneurs become what? Owners of different clinics. They start investing in other things to create leverage income. Got it? Unfortunately, most real estate agents never think about that. And to me, the most important thing we're talking today is that leverage income, because if not, all we're doing is improving the treadmill. So for, for, I hope this message gets to you as the most important message I can ever give you, creating leverage income, and there are different ways of doing it. So you have my calendar there if you want to explore some options, all right? That's the most important thing. As a real estate agent, if you don't focus on the right things, you will never be able to create leverage income. It's great income, and that's the first part because creating the job income that you have right now will allow you, right, 
to deviate some part of your time to creating that leverage income, which will allow you to truly have a business, all right? So I think I can close with that today. Let's see right here. George, what is the advice, Orlando, if I, if as a new agent, I focus to start in the industry to work in pre-construction projects and how do I, can I get a job on it? Uh, in a pre-construction site, all right. So here's the thing, George, with pre-construction, they go up and they go down depending on the demand, the demand, depending on the part of the cycle you get in. Right now, for example, George, we're in South Florida. I don't know, I think you're in South Florida too, right? Right now, there are not pre-constructions going up, right? There are pre-constructions stop because the, the cycle we're in and next pre-construction cycle is gonna start in about 2021. Uh, most buyers that, you know, most uh, pre-construction clients are foreigners. Foreigners right now are not buying too much in South Florida. Reason being is that can even come in to the United States, right? So pre-construction, I would not recommend a new agent. I recommend a new agent work with resales, buyers doing 400 and below, all right? And becoming a listing agent, all right? The problem with pre-constructions is that the only thing you can sell is that project. Right, and you can deviate from that. So I would not advise uh, to get uh, into uh, pre-construction only. All right, uh, you can sell pre-construction as a general real estate agent, but going into a site and, and most pre-constructions, you're not going to get the training, you're not going to get the clients there. So I do not recommend it. All right, Laura, could you talk about leverage again? Yes, Laura. Uh, again, one more time. I have two more minutes, but if you want, Laura, and I'm going to put it here again. I'm gonna put it in the chat. If you want to talk about leverage income, CDO, here's uh, my Calendly. Those are conversations that I take very, very serious uh, because it's our future. Uh, we are working, we love real estate, but eventually we wanna have the option. I'm not saying the option of not having to sell real estate every day. Uh, the problem with having a job like real estate and many others is that every single day, I need to wake up and find the next person and find the next person. And it's a never ending thing. And one of my top agents nationwide, over $200 million in listings, she, he said to me, Orlando, I'm just tired. I'm just tired of uh, chasing the next deal, all right? So eventually you're gonna get there, right? If you don't start creating leverage income. Unfortunately, fortunately in real estate, we have that option. Most people don't understand it, but we do have it. And here's the most beautiful thing. Here's the investment for leverage income for real estate agents, zero. So if you're interested, again, there's my calendar right now. I have to go to a meeting right now with another person right talking about leverage income, all right? Uh, Laura, it's just about building a team. Part of it is building a team. You need a team to leverage yourself. Uh, uh, Liliana, especially in our field where there is no retirement plan. You see how important this is, guys? You understand how important this is? And sometimes we just want to, to avoid that conversation, right? Because it's, it's a scary thing, right? It's a scary thought. Okay, where do I see myself three, five years from now? Because by the way, it doesn't really matter. This is for most real estate agents. It doesn't really matter how much money you make. Real estate agents make a $10,000 commission and they celebrate it with a $30,000 car, right? So you see, when you see real estate, and for those of you who are experienced, you tell me financially how better you are from when you started three, five, 10 years ago. Here's the answer. You're in the same place, pretty much. You have a better lifetime. Maybe you have a better 
watch, a better purse, a better car. Yeah, but how, how much better is your bank account? You and I know the answer. It's the same and sometimes worse. For those of you who are experienced, I'm asking you right now, how much better is your bank account? You might have a better purse. You might have a better watch. You might have a better car. Great. You might have gone on vacation. That's amazing. But you've been in business for three, five, 10 years. How much better is your financial and if your bank account? The answer for most people is, it's not much better. And let me tell you, because I work with many of the top agents in the industry, you know that, and you've seen some names. Most of them don't have a very good bank account. They have very good cars. They have amazing cars, uh, watches, and their purses for the women are just amazing. They have very nice shoes, all right? But they don't have very good bank accounts. And that's the true freedom, all right? So thank you so much for your retro. Thank you very much, guys. Here is my Calendly. You want to schedule it? I will see you in 15 minutes. I got to go to talk about leverage income with somebody, all right? Take care, guys. Thank you for being here today. Bye-bye.